0: Welcome to the Redefining (laughs) Rural Podcast. I'm Kirk Banghart. I'm Michelle Murphy. I'm
1: Danelle LaPlatt.
0: And we're here live from the Colorado Association of School Boards annual conference to talk more about opportunities for kids in rural Colorado.
1: All right, well we are here today with Craig Middle School Engineering Group and Ms. Christina Vanzo is their sponsor. And we're here to talk more about the great work that's happening in Craig. And so I will turn it over to her to introduce herself and these wonderful students to talk more about the work that they're doing up in Craig.
2: My name is Christina Vanzo. Um, I teach engineering. I teach grades sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. I'm from Moffitt County School District, um, which is in the northwest corner of Colorado. This is Addison Panky, and I'm in seventh
3: grade. My name is Hannah Kilpatrick, and I'm in seventh grade. My name is Carrie Round,
1: and I'm also in seventh grade. So Ms. Banzo, tell us how you all got started with this um, engineering club that you're doing.
2: Sure. So um, two years ago, my administrators, David Gerbowski and Sarah Linscomb, came to me with the idea of starting engineering class. In our district, um, our elementary school just adopted a curriculum, uh, Project Lead the Way. A lot of people are familiar with that. It's a STEM curriculum. And so we really wanted to, those students in elementary school are getting all these rich experiences. And then when they came to middle school, there was really nothing there. So we needed to create those opportunities for kids. Um, Since we do live in a rural community, our students don't always get the same educational opportunities that students that their peers in urban areas get so we really have to be intentional um, our community has been a huge part of the success of this class they have donated material and resources to the program they've also spent countless hours in the classroom providing feedback to students um, so
1: yeah all right well why don't you guys talk about how you got started and, and the, what you're going to be doing um, here at this conference and then in your competition as well. Alright, so
3: um, I took engineering last year and unfortunately I will be taking it this year, but uh, I've done mega robotics this year since like June, I think. And um, basically we're here at this conference because we won or we, we won an award? Yeah, mm-hmm. we won an award uh, for Caspi and for the engineering program. Um so I actually just started taking engineering this semester. Uh, It's been really fun. We have got to do so much uh, cool stuff that I really really enjoy like stop motion and uh lego lego robot (laughs) lego robotics um and it's and I think that's played a really, really like huge role to have made me really enjoy that part of my day and so at our competition uh, well, you, ha- you have like a project part of it and the Lego robotics part of it and both of those kind of tie into the engineering aspect. You need to solve a problem in your community um, for this, for this year, there's like a theme and this year you have to solve a problem in your community. And what we're doing is
0: insol-
3: well, <laughs> insulation <laughs> out of trash to make a healthier option for a spray foam. That's our, that's our project. Uh, but I won't go into like the kind of detail about it, but Mm -hmm. that's pretty much how we won Mm -hmm. uh, regionals. Yeah. So I started engineering last year, and I will be completely honest. I wasn't sure how I was going to like it because I've never been exposed to like a class like that. So the first day going into it, I wasn't real sure how I was going to like it. But now that I've been in it for two years, it's always that fun part of my day that I can look forward to when I know when I walk into the classroom, Ms. Vance is always going to greet me and she's always going to have something different for us to do. And we do a lot of great projects, which I think is really good because it gives us a chance to work together and build teamwork abilities.
1: So talk more about how this has created more opportunities for your kids, how many kids you have involved and what you see for the future of this program.
2: Yeah, sure. So um, I serve, let's see, I have six sections a day, about 25 to 30 students per class. So I think, um, you know, I serve about 180 students I see a day. And uh, really the foundation of this program um, is to I want to prepare students for the future. We acknowledge that tech or that education is shifting, and providing our students with opportunities to think creatively and problem solve are more are more important today, I think, than it ever has been. Um, STEM the STEM career STEM careers are growing at a rapid rate, and so I think that my goal, our goal as a school, is to um, inspire students to pursue those types of careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really want students using the design thinking process, the engineering design process. So it starts with, you know, the planning phase and researching, and then they design a prototype um, to solve whatever issue it might be, whether it's locally or globally. Sometimes it's just an everyday issue, like locker an organization. It could be as simple as that, but they're solving problems nonetheless, and I think that's what's so important is that they're thinking solutions oriented. So um They, after they build their prototype, they um, get feedback from other people and then they redesign. And then at the end, they communicate their solution. And that can be done in a lot of different ways. I think it's really important for students to be provided with choice and opportunities to collaborate with other people. Um, If you give them choice in what they do, then they they can find interest in it. They're not being told, like, you have to open up to page 23 and complete problems one through 20. That doesn't give them any choice at all and so they're if they're not interested in what they're doing then they're not going to invest full effort these students and i can say this about all of my students they really come into class and they give a hundred percent every single day they are both innovative and inquisitive um the solutions that they come up with surprise me on a daily basis
1: well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on the award. We wish thank you the best you. of luck in the future. And where can they? Where can people learn more about your program?
2: You can learn more about the program um, by sending me an email. I would be happy to respond to anybody. If um, anybody had questions about how to get a program like this started in their own school, or wanted to come visit my classroom, or wanted me to bring students to their school, I would be more than happy to share. Um, my email is Christina.banzo
1: at moffittsd.org Alright, you guys, thank you. Good yeah, luck in you. your theater competition. Thank you.
0: Thank, you. thank you. Hi there, we're here with the Redefining Rural podcast, live at the Casby convention this time. Last Last month we were at the Uh, National Rural Convention in Kentucky. And this month, we're at the School Board Association Convention in Colorado Springs. And we're super excited. We have uh, John Whitler joining us today. John is a school board member down in Vilas, Colorado, and also doing some incredible work with an organization called Ogallala Commons. John, tell us a little bit about both your school district and Ogallala Commons. All right. So, um, as a school district, a very, very small district, sometimes I refer to it as a micro district. We've got just over 70 students, K-12, and a wonderful set of students and teachers. And uh, we've just been going through a process of of really trying to look at how we can expand options for our students. Um, Great district, great folks. Uh, As far as Oogalala Commons, uh, OC, just to make it short, is an organization that serves uh, across the eight-state region of the High Plains uh, with the the purpose, really, of helping rural communities to reinvigorate their communities. Um, A few different program areas, but but really probably for the purpose of our conversation today, two main um, program areas in youth engagement and workforce and leadership development that uh, is really a big part of the work that we do in those communities. So so talk to us about what you guys are doing in youth engagement and what it looks like in those districts that you're engaged with. Sure, so over the last uh, five years or so, um, a lot of work has been going on in Southeast Colorado. Um, really districts that are mainly um, within the Santa Fe Trail BOCES and the Southeast BOCES to um, a six to nine county region down uh, in that corner of the state. And the the youth engagement work has really been about helping students to view their community as a place of assets and to connect with a potential future in those communities should they choose to come back. Um, a lot of work in entrepreneurship. So we run some uh, e-camps that are anywhere from one to three days where students come in uh, junior high and high school students, and learn about uh, what entrepreneurship is. They uh, come up with a business idea, and then by the end of the camp, they're able to pitch that idea to their peers and and to community members that come. And then also a what we call an e-fair, which is kind of like a science fair for business ideas, um, where the, the students bring a tabletop display to to do the same sort of thing, pitch a business idea, and then judges invite them into what's kind of like a, a shark tank round. Um, and those judges usually businessmen and uh, women and bankers from the area that then will invest cash in those ideas. Uh, so that's, that's kind of on the youth engagement side and, and leadership development side. Also, um, something that overlaps there is in the, in the workforce and leadership development um, is creating internships for students to get work experience. Um, mainly in the summertime is, is how our program works. And we've got an umbrella program where the student would receive a stipend from the, uh, from the nonprofit. And that investment for that comes either from the business they're working with or other donors and foundations. And so that allows them to to go and work in an actual job situation, but also um, not have to have a volunteer internship, but a paid internship. What are some of the greatest successes or the things that you and or the students are most proud of that have come out of either the Shark Tank, the entrepreneurship programs, or the internships? Sure. Um, the Out of the eFairs, it is pretty exciting to see um, We've got about uh, last time I knew it was six different ventures that have been started by high school students, and were operating at least on a part-time basis. Um, there was a couple of students who who started a fabrication business and then continued that after graduation from high school. So that was pretty that's pretty exciting, and and also. The point isn't necessarily that they would start that business, but that they learn business skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of those students who have been in the e have been, you know, went on to uh, to capitalize in some uh, scholarship ways or as they moved into college. Uh, from the, the internship perspective, um, there's been a, a couple of different instances where uh, both actually in the medical field where high school students have had an internship with a local community hospital that opened up the door for employment um, and, and continued education in radiology or uh, nursing that kind of goes beyond that. So I think any time that we can connect activity in high school directly to um, entering the workforce or taking the next step that you wouldn't be able to do without that, those are, those are the exciting things. Very exciting. Sounds like great work you guys are doing. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you, John. Thanks for being part of our podcast. Well, thank you.